0: Have we not hit it? Uh, I don't know.
1: Well, you know what? Because that was a long conversation. It was good. At the end of the day, Mike, people are going to be disappointed no matter what. So why don't we disappoint them in the intro? Just to let them know what we're all about. I think that's the good part. Hey. (laughs) Hey. Hey, this is Wild
0: Wasteland. Uh, I'm Michael Johnson.
1: I'm Dean Maldonado.
0: Hey, and did you know what we do here on this podcast?
1: Yeah, we, uh, we discuss things that go on in our wild, wild wasteland that we live in. Um, yeah. Conspiracy theories. Well, I feel to call them conspiracy theories is to belittle them. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, what is a conspiracy, right? It's... Oh, God, I don't know the definition. I do. Oh, what is the definition? I have it tattooed on my arm. A, d- okay. a conspiracy is quite literally the idea of what happened at a certain place, event, time that is not popularly held. Okay, so like the... uh, the, It's not the, the popular opinion. So like the Las Vegas shooter. Sure, so like the Las Vegas shooter, right? Yeah. With the Las Vegas shooter, the popular opinion is he was one crazed maniac who somehow slipped by all security in his hotel and opened fire on a crowd of people from his Mm -hmm. hotel room and then killed himself before he was done.
0: (laughs) Yeah, as you do.
1: That's the popular belief.
0: We're also going to be talking about uh, murderers. um, Aliens. uh, Aliens, of course. Uh, Cryptozoology. Interesting subjects that we find uh, we, we deem worthy.
1: Yeah, honestly, I mean, at the end of the day.
0: It's just a wild fucking wasteland.
1: It truly is. There are things that just cannot be explained. But we'll try. Yeah, the truth is out there, man. It is. I don't, I've never seen the X Files, but oh that's yeah, just, that's from the show. That's just because I, I don't, I don't like fictionalizations of true things. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like the movie Dunkirk. Whoa, you can't say that. Why not? That's offensive. How, to who? White people? Pe- people died in that one. Yeah, no shit. White people and white people. Who the fuck is crying for them? French and English? They don't cry for shit. No, the French don't. No, nor do the English. They have a stiff upper lip. They'll never cry for that. Whatever that means. It means their dick is always hard. (laughs) Jesus Christ. It's a stiff upper lip. Come on. I a stiff upper lip. Mm. Yeah, my lower lip is saggy with two nuts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, we'll be coming through every week here, uh, drinking beers, talking about uh, all this crazy shit. But um, yeah, today's episode, we're just going to be introducing ourselves and maybe talking about our favorite thing our favorite subjects to bring up.
1: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, this one's been on my mind all day. What's uh, what's on your
0: mind? What's going on? What what's 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 big in Dean
1: Maldonado's mind right now? Recycling.
0: Yeah, it's a good thing.
1: No. Like what? No, it's not.
0: No, like everyone agrees like this is a good thing. You but get, for for what? It's it's your fucking like civil duty or whatever. Like Why? They, they're Why? big brothering you into it.
1: Yeah, I believe that. They're telling me, "Hey, you drinking your beers over there, your little one little can is a th- is the reason that our ozone is leaving us. It's not. It's not. And when you fucking recycle your can, you're helping them destroy our environment.
0: Well, so you're saying that recycling has
1: the negative effect that what you might think it does. Entirely. Well. Here's the thing. Okay, you pay for an extra service to pick up recycling from the same company that picks up your garbage, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're paying them double. Of course. To then take it to the same plant because people are fucking idiots and they can't recycle. They don't know how to separate shit. Mm-hmm. When you throw away your little goddamn Coke Zero bottle because you were watching your calories. Yeah, I am watching my calories. Thank you. The, the cap and the little ringlet on the bottom of the cap. Yeah. Those plastics are non-recyclable.
0: No, yeah. The but plastic. the rest
1: of the plastic of the entire bottle is recyclable. So someone at that plant has to sift through all of your shit to find those caps and take those caps off before they can recycle the other shit. If you were trying Good, to recycle. That's like why
0: we pay them twice as much.
1: If you try and recycle a pizza box.
0: Oh, I love pizza. Yeah,
1: I know you do. But pizza boxes are trash. They cannot be recycled because there's literal grease inside of the cardboard. They
0: can recycle the grease. No, they can't. This is uh, biodegradable. Yeah,
1: exactly why it's trash. Biodegradable means it will degrade biologically. No, I mean like it's... um All the grease in that cardboard (laughs) makes it unrecyclable. You literally have to throw this in the garbage. And so the thing is that people think that they're like, oh, I'm saving the environment and I'm throwing out my stuff, and I'm separating my trash. But it all goes to the same goddamn sifter machines, which takes a bunch of gasoline to run, for them to then sift all through it and then put it in its respective bins. They run the sifters off of gasoline, not electricity? Of course. They just have, like, (laughs) gallons of gas? (laughs) Their entire building's built off gas.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Most of our buildings are.
0: And so I know I pump gas into my uh, generator every year.
1: But yeah, so they, they, they fucking sift through it, right? And
0: mm-hmm. they'll take
1: your cans, and they'll take your bottles, and they'll put them all in these big-ass machines that push them and compress them down into giant blocks. Yeah. And they strap those blocks to giant shipping freighters,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which are the exact most... They're, they're literally the biggest offenders of carbon pollution in the world.
0: Yeah, I heard that five of them... Uh, produce as much as all the cars do in the world. Mm-hmm. Just five of them or yeah. something.
1: Just five trips from different ones. Jesus Christ. And they do millions of trips a year. Oh, my God. And so we then send all of our shit to a country that can do something with that. So you are hurting the environment more by recycling. And the thing is is that they play it off like we're the ones who are the assholes about this, right? They play it off like we're the the, the animals. But if you look at it, literally out of the 100% of recycling efforts that go awry and basically just don't help, and the carbon emissions, the public, the people that get blamed for it the most by the media, by the government, by groups, all that shit. Mexicans. Sure. Yeah. They blame us. Mainly because they're closer to the sea. Yeah. They have to deal with it. Yeah, I know. They got Trash Island out there. Same with Floridians. Well, more Hawaiians than Floridians, but
0: yeah, yeah Hawaiians get, are always complaining about something. You catch the drift. Mm-hmm. I catch it.
1: We make up one percent of the impact on the on the global climate crisis. The we public cut that down to half a percent. though. The entire human public, every fucking country, including India and China, makes up one percent. Of pollution of the world. The other 99% is all corporations. All these corporations. Which we don't look at. We don't even focus on them simply because we're beating ourselves up there. I'm like, I don't recycle enough. Oh no, I'm the one hurting Mother Earth. No, I'm not. This asshole. Who prints things in plastic and then dumps the plastic beads into the ocean because it's reclamated water and they're like, it's okay, we have a per- we have a permit to do this. We can we can lose about <coughs> six hundred million tons of plastic into the ocean per year without ticketing. That's what?
0: true. Yeah, they have. Fuck uh, you. They have a uh, awful credits or whatever. What are they call?
1: They're they're yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's, it's literally they can. They have they have a crediting system of them like yeah every
0: corporation has uh, pollution credits
1: yeah and all they do is they have to give up the credits when they when they abuse the the well you can sell them of course you can
0: if you're not using them
1: well yeah what do you think Amazon does Amazon's like yeah we have drones they just run on air and electricity
0: <laughs> they're <laughs> like
1: they're like you guys need it for gasoline sure here's a couple credits give us uh, a six the, billion dollars
0: oh the drones that move the shelves
1: those are those are different drones.
0: Those are crazy. Those are are awesome. I wish I had that in my life. I don't know what they would do.
1: Uh, Move around stuff. They probably still move shelves. Yeah, because I got all these (laughs) shelves. Got all these fucking shelves. I don't think they. I don't think they understand to move things besides shelves.
0: It's like, where is the shelf that needs moving?
1: No, can you move this couch? You're. You're like. Where is the the shelf? You're like Rick right now when he built the butter machine. (laughs) (laughs) What is my purpose? Move a shelf. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Yeah, welcome to life.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, Shelf Bot, uh, can you get the bookshelf over here? I really want to read uh, War and Peace.
1: Oh, God. You pick it up every day and fall asleep three words in. Can I get you an Ambien instead? War
0: and Peace is a really difficult, long, fucking tedious book. Yeah, okay. that's
1: why you got to just read uh, The Art of War instead. It's basically a picture book of pop-ups. <laughs>
0: I'm going to get an audio. Audio. Hey, uh, we're sponsored by uh, Audible. Uh, Audible.com slash Wild Wasteland and receive uh, 35 months free audio books. Courtesy of Bing. Bing.com. Bing, a better way to search.
1: Is that their slogan? I think so. That's a terrible slogan. <laughs> I, I don't know if it is. That's like that's like they're like Bing. We know Carmen Sandiego. Bing. We're not Google. Bing. We found Waldo.
0: Bing. Uh, better than Ask Jeeves.
1: <laughs> I loved that. Uh, it wasn't Ask Jeeves. It was Ask. Uh, oh, what was that? Ask name? Jose. No, 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 no. There was a website. It wasn't Ask Jeeves. It was, it was like Ask Pete. Or something mm-hmm. like that it was like a very regular name and the trick behind it was that it wasn't a search algorithm it, it was, was a guy named pete no it was literally just a fuck with your friends oh fuck with your friends yeah yeah so what you do is you ask your friend for a question right mm-hmm. and like you're like something you would never know never never be able to google and it's like they're like okay what's my favorite soda and you're like, I don't know, what is your favorite soda? And they're like, Fanta Orange. And so you hit shift uh-huh. and type in Fanta Orange. Whoa. And it fake types in a question as you're doing that. hmm And then you hit search, and it brings up the answer you just gave it. And you're like, what? It knew! It knew! <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun. So, yeah, we're getting back to this pollution credits. Alright, if we get back to back get back to pollution credits, I need to uh have at least two more aluminum cans in front of me full of uh malt and beer and hops and oh. barley. Are you done with your beer? I'm done with my ciders. I, I like to drink fermented apples. They uh actually fun fact cider is a very interesting alcohol type. Mainly because it is so old. P.T. Barnum and other great showmen of the time have been known to make their own cider, and uh, it was made in monasteries for a long time. The uh, The oldest American cider is called Who's Woodchuck. To to? It's called Woodchuck. It's made out of Vermont. It's made out of Vermont? Yeah, it's made in Vermont.
0: Oh, made. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's shipped out of like Vermont. I thought
0: it was, like, made out of Vermont.
1: Yeah, yeah, literally the soil of Vermont. Um, like uh, the, the people, the trees. Ben and Jerry's. The birds. But so the cool thing about it is that actually during the uh, prohibition, Woodchuck had to close its cidery
0: <laughs>
1: because it was technically illegal. So what they did was they sent their top cider brewers, or I guess ciderists. I really don't know the ter- technical <laughs> term is.
0: Ciderians.
1: Sure. I'm down with Ciderians. Sounds very like Game of Thrones. Sidarian. They uh, where is the Sidarians? David Sidarians. That is the Sidarians. Oh, David's in the shitter. I'm sorry, I'll knock. Sidarian. So are we getting that? Uh, yeah. So we were talking about uh woodchuck cider. Actually, was uh, it was t- it was closed down in the uh in the Prohibition age. Gross. And so what they did was they sent their top Sidarians to Ireland. And Scotland, and they went to go find a place that can make cider. Like like elves or something? Kind of, yeah. Okay. And so what they did was they actually, they created what is known as Magner's Cider.
0: Yeah, I know, I know about Magner's Cider.
1: Magner's is the sister company, well, more or less daughter company of Woodchuck. Incest company. No, if it's yeah. international, it's not incest. Once you go over an ocean, that pussy stops counting. Have you never watched The Guilt Trip?
0: I watched um, uh,
1: the guilt. Uh, no, I didn't watch it. I mean, The Guilt Trip has nothing to do with this. Oh, that was the Seth Rogan, Barbara Streisand movie where he drives across the country with with Barbara Streisand as his Jewish mother. Okay, it's just fun. Oh, Okay, like I'll check it out. You shouldn't. I'll put it on my Netflix queue. You won't like any of the jokes. You're too goy, goyish. What the fuck does that mean? You don't need to know. Just for call all my, me a racist slur. And for all my, juke? for all my kikes out there, he's a he's a goddamn goyasha. You're a golem. Wow. No, I'm not. You're I fucking, am not. I have not been made like by clay. some clay. You're like a giant clay. Why? Being... Why does every golem need to be made of clay? Huh? What's your obsession with clay? Do you just love Patrick Swayze and Ghost? And you're just like everything must be clay. Uh, oh, did uh, you. Spin that Oh, yeah. Is that really what you like? Is that really what you like? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Hey. Yeah. If hey. it's what you're into. It's 2018. You know, I have to accept goat fuckers and whatever else you have you. Okay, we got to get back on track. Okay, what was the track? We were uh, talking about recycling. Pollution we, credits. We, we, we basically got all the way through recycling. Oh. I don't okay. care about your pollution credits. <laughs> <laughs> I know about them. The world knows about them. What so- are you yammering on about? So, recycling
0: started in, like, the 80s with uh, that fucking barge. I don't know if you ever watched um, Bullshit, but they uh, they had an episode about recycling. And, yeah, like, it's all just, uh, like, 70% of everything that goes into the recycling bin eventually gets into the trash anyway. So, yeah. So, and out of the 30% that does get recycled, 99% of it is, like, aluminum cans. The recycling industry runs off of metal because it's the only thing worth recycling. The, there's no point of recycling paper or any other, because there's just no money in it.
1: Yeah, they can't recycle glass. Yeah, exactly. Because just white, green, and brown glass, and they all melt to different temperatures. Mm-hmm. And so they can't put them in the same kiln.
0: Which is an interesting thing to discover, because you just figure that all glass is glass. And like,
1: right? You don't know, think they're going to be tempered to different settings. Yeah.
0: I was just like, oh, they put dye
1: in the glass or something. But
0: nope, that's a different melting temperature, just like chocolate. The Ooh. difference between chocolate
1: and caramel is one degree. Yeah, and the difference between chocolate and white chocolate is uh, power.
0: <laughs> that's Dan. That might be the intro. Hey, everybody, <laughs> this is wild. <laughs> um, yeah, um, but uh, you know... <laughs> Uh, Dean, do you know um what the biggest conspiracy is right now? Uh, Social media networks. That's right. That's oh right. Oh,
1: my God. Yeah, I've been, I've been tracking this for a little bit.
0: And it's just even getting bigger and bigger and What's, more uh, realistic.
1: Why don't won't, won't, won't you, uh, you clue in the audience <laughs> while I, while I uh, attempt to sop up my sweat? Well, you're breaking the fourth wall here. What? I'm just be, telling them I'm be sweaty. Tell-
0: you're verklemp.
1: I'm not verklempt. I'm not. Concerned. I'm not sweating because I'm nervous. I'm I'm not I'm not stiffened up. I'm not for Clinton. this. Isn't
0: the Holocaust?
1: There's wow. rules.
0: There's rules here.
1: There were always rules in the Holocaust. You yeah, couldn't no eat Jews. until you broke ten rocks. You know, bullshit like that. You, eat. Did,
0: you know, there's comedians in the Holocaust.
1: Yeah, they're funny Jews. That's how we got through it. Uh, by making jokes. Oh, wait, what's this? What's this social media shit? <laughs> Fucking anti Facebook. You heard of it? I've heard of it. You the, heard about this Facebook? I heard about it once, twice, yeah.
0: Well, uh, did you know that they're owned by the CIA?
1: That is false.
0: They were started. Mark Zuckerberg has an uncle who worked in the CIA. I don't uh, know.
1: like. No, I know that. God I, damn I know, I know what you're going on on. I know, I know this entire story.
0: Okay, good. You tell it because I watched a YouTube video about it like a year ago and I forgot everything about it.
1: That's such idiotic shit. You got to read the goddamn articles, Michael. Read. Read. Use your no, eyes and brain. No. And read. No. No. I get that we have nerds who read things and talk about it online for us, but you got to read it. Basically, uh, there was a covert CIA scheme 50 years ago to more or less Okay, so so backtracking even further, right? Okay. So uh, before the 50s. Well Before. The uh, A lot of Soviet writers mm-hmm. and a lot of communist and dictatorship writers had always said about how the most prevalent mass, I guess, desensitization, you know, like, like the mass propaganda, yeah, yeah, is through the television. The television in communist countries, even in North Korea, people can't eat, but every single family has to have a color TV.
0: Um. Yeah. Did you know that in London or in
1: Britain that they have to change the they have to move the dreads to find the channels? <laughs>
0: yeah, man. Uh, no, they have a it's TV. Down, man. They have a TV tax, man. You know about this? Yeah, they do. And they have like TV detectors that drive around with like fake satellite dishes on the roof, mm-hmm. <laughs> saying like, um. So they had this technology from like the fifties, quote unquote technology. Uh, They had this uh, quote-unquote technology from, like, the 50s, and they said, like, not only can we detect what room the television is in, but we can tell you what channel you're watching on the television.
1: Yeah, it's called a Nielsen box. Fuck you. It's
0: not. It's all bullshit.
1: But so the thing is that that's the biggest form of propaganda for a government is the television.
0: Well, it's like— But so— it's like you can advertise whatever you want in f- inside people's houses and just get into their fucking brains.
1: Of course, look at what's happening right now. Look at the the in North the, Korea. No, here in, in Saudi on uh, Saudi Arabia.
0: What's going on in Saudi Arabia?
1: Saudi Arabia is feuding with Canada right now. Odd. I know it sounds odd. It really does. Odd. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I figured so, that Canada and Turkey would have like. Uh, no, so Canada
1: yeah, so. refused to release. A Saudi prisoner, oh. and made a very quote unquote defamatory tweet towards Saudi Arabia.
0: Oh my God, we're we're getting upset about tweets now.
1: Saudi Arabia then uh, expelled all Canadian embassy people, all all Canadian embassy workers. They brought back all Saudi Arabian citizens that were studying in Canada, and uh, they have been putting out in their news that Canada has the uh, most human rights violations towards women. They played Jordan. Saudi Pe- Arabia says this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they <laughs> they're playing. They're playing Jordan Peterson. Like he's the uh, like he's the person who runs Canada. But who's Jordan Peterson? He's the man who is a Canadian. He was a Canadian professor. He now goes on talking about how he refuses to use proper pronouns for people because he doesn't respect them. Oh, so he just calls them them. No, he's like, I'll call you he or her. until And they're like, well, why can't you call me what I want? He, they're like, why can't you respect me enough to call me what I want? And he's like, because you've given me no reason to respect you. Whoa, damn. He's like, literally, you've just complained and cried to me, and you've given me no reason to respect you, so why should I respect you enough to call you what you exactly want? This guy's a boss. I his, like him. His big issue is that they were trying to get the Canadian government to make it uh, illegal, more or less, to call someone by improper pronouns, and he's like, "You can't have the fucking government telling well, me." I heard that Canada
0: already like passed a law to make that illegal, like you can't c- call someone the wrong pronoun. Yeah, yeah, they did. And he, like was big, he was a big, he was
1: a big, he was a big opponent to that bill because he was like, "That's the first thing of the government telling you what you can and can't say." Fair point, right? And that's what you're saying. I'm like, I'm like, that's really a fair point. I get that you're upset that he doesn't want to be. He doesn't want to call you by your proper pronouns. I get that. He's upset by all of it. That you're upset by all that. But the fact that the government steps in and says, you legally have to call this person a they or a them, or a he or a her, or a, a, a Z or Zer, or a... Uh, what are the other ones? Him, H-E-M... Oh, my God.
0: Like there's, there's a million. There's, there's literally, literally like 26. Yeah. There's
1: 26 that Canada just legalized. And he was like... He was a big proponent and he was an opponent against that cuz he was like what the fuck are you doing you're trying to limit my speech by telling me what I can say and not what I can't say. You know what this is all about. Though? But
0: let's get back to Saudi Arabia. Okay, fine, fair enough. I just so want to entertain about they're, this. they're
1: they're 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 pushing him as if he's the fucking mayor of Canada because that like fits if it's if it's what their propaganda. They're trying to say. Yeah. yeah. And uh they actually on Wednesday, so yesterday, there was a man who was crucified? He was literally crucified in, in Mecca. Canada?
0: in oh, Mecca. Mecca.
1: In Mecca, which is in Saudi Ooh. Arabia, they yeah. crucified a man while chanting down with Canada. And so it's a big fucking feud right now between Canada and Saudi Arabia.:
0: Was this uh, Jacques uh, uh, Christ or something? Jacques Cousteau: So what's your favorite horror movie? That's, or have you seen that, anything that's good a tough lately? One.
1: That's a really tough one. Because um, honestly- Have you seen Heredity? I have not seen Heredity. I've heard it's actually rather good. I like it. I heard it was much better than A Silent Place. I um,
0: will uh, I can upload it. I got a bootleg.
1: <laughs> well, so so here's the thing, right? Is that there are two horror movies that scared me. There, there are three horror movies that scared me more than anything else. Ooh. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, number one was The Conjuring. Okay. I've never seen it. I saw it in theaters. And uh my friend and I s- smoked beforehand.
0: Is that the one with uh, uh the attic or whatever and like the uh, there's it's like the f- film it's, it's
1: like the farmhouse out in the middle of nowhere with the witch that cursed it. It's uh like, it's Ed and Lorraine, uh what's their last name? Ed and Lorraine Holmes? No, not Holmes. It's uh Oh, the um the The um, Ghost Hunters.
0: Yeah, no, the demonologists. Yeah, I, I know about Ed and Lorraine. I know I, uh, uh Elaine, or what's her name? Ed, Lorraine. Lorraine. I know a lot about Lorraine, yeah. Because um, she was on a lot of ghost shows when I was getting into that one, <laughs> like uh, early 2000s.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mid-2000s. She really was. She was all over that shit.
0: Like, um fuck. There was like one with, from like State University ghost hunter show. Paranormal State, I think it was.
1: It was Paranormal State, yep.
0: And she was always on it. And, uh, yeah, like those are always like crazy stories. Like, and then like Ghost Hunters.
1: But so, but so,
0: <clears throat> so what is The Conjuring is the retelling of the story of, um,
1: it, it, they never specifically tell you which of their stories it is. Um, oh, like,
0: it's the one with, it's the famous one with the table levitating and all the other.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's that exact one, but they never specifically state it in the story.
0: Oh, because they probably don't want to pay well, that, rights or something.
1: Well no, because that and then uh Conjuring Two like mesh together like three of their stories to try and make all of them make sense. Oh as okay. one full story. Um I gotta check out the Conjuring.
0: I, I thought it was like a stupid like It was terrifying.
1: Plum it's, house it's movie. fucking terrifying. It's fucking terrifying. Okay, I'll check it out. Because uh, it's James Coy. Oh. He makes the best shit. Yeah. He's the guy who made the original saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Conjuring, I was terrified by. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the Descent. The Descent is, explain it to the audience.
1: So The Descent is a movie, I think they only have The Descent 2 on Netflix right now, um, but The Descent 1 is honestly scarier than The 2 because 2 makes way more sense. Uh, number 1 is a uh, a gr- a female group of friends goes spelunking. Mm-hmm. And their one friend ends up taking them to a different spelunking place that they shouldn't have gone to. Oh, it's
0: always the one friend. Yeah, always the one. Like if you have a one friend where you're like, "Hey, let's go to this bar," and she's like, "You know, I really want to go to this other bar." You you just get her out of the fucking group. You do. She's, she's a vegan. Kill you. Well, not only that, but she's also a vegan. Like you can never go to the same. You can never go to uh, the the fucking restaurant that y'all want to go to. You all four people agree on one thing, and you always have that one friend.
1: Yep. And this is that one. So she so, brings yeah. them spelunking in a very different cave that has not been explored and has been known to be dangerous. But and when
0: when you watch the movie, there's subtle things saying that it has been explored.
1: Well, of course it has, but at the same time, they f- they basically run into monsters inside the caves, it, and they're hum- well, they're humanoid creatures that live in the caves that you know decimate them. It's 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 very scary. It's very claustrophobic. It's a very good film.
0: Amazing ending.
1: Very good. The only right. ending that was better than that was was uh, a <clears throat> a French horror movie called High Tension.
0: Hmm. Is that the one where they're on a ski? No, trip? The,
1: they're the lesbian lovers in the uh south of France trying to study at the parents' uh farmhouse and then the uh the crazy psycho killer comes to the farmhouse and kills everyone and steals the main girl
0: to have lesbian affairs with?
1: No, it was a guy. It's like a big scary guy in a fucking truck and he like kills her entire family and then like takes her and then her friend is trying to save her friend and it's it's a whole fucking head trauma case but it's it's great uh the third movie that really I mean this one it's a good horror movie it's not incredible mm-hmm. but it is it it once I stopped and thought about it it just scared the shit out of me no, oh, what is aliens? No, it's called uh,
0: oh, what the fuck is it called? Mars Attacks. No, it's the one where
1: the kid astral projects.
0: Oh, oh, The Shining.
1: No, no, he has an astral projection in The Shining. Astral projection can be done. I've tried it once, and it's terrifying. It's uh, it's where you get your quote unquote soul to leave your body, and oh move yeah, he's on the astral
0: plane. He just telepath to someone, right? No,
1: it's called uh it starts with an eye. Because it's not the conjuring. It's made by the same people, but it's called uh shit, what the fuck is it called? There's like a blue Darth Maul like demon guy in it. Uh I'm just going Insidious? Insidious. Yeah. Insidious one.
0: No, that's what that's what I thought the, the conjuring was. Yeah, insidious. That's the one with what's his name. Yeah, and he's like he goes in the attic and he sees it. I, I really like that movie, but it's a it's a Blumhouse, so they had to add that stupid thing at the end.
1: Well, so so ah! the, so the thing at the end. No, no, no that's honestly a thing that freaked me out, mainly because it all connected. So during the middle of the movie, right, they're having the seance, Mm-hmm. science, and the old woman Elaine, she's like contacting the demon. Yeah. She's like, the demon's like, I know you, you fucking bitch. And she's like, no, I, oh my God, no, not you. And the entire movie, you're supposed to think it's that red horned demon fucker Mm -hmm. who's trying to steal the young boy. And then at the very end of the movie, the one who's like, if I ever get out, I'm going to strangle you so your fucking eyes pop out. You know, like. Ooh, that's a good one. You find out that it is the old woman Who at the very end takes over the husband's body and strangles and kills Elaine. Oh, yeah. You didn't, like, at that scene, you're like, oh, it's got to be this red demon. He Mm -hmm. must be this terrible, terrifying thing. You don't realize until afterwards that those terrifying, disgusting, like, I'm going to eat your organs kind of shit is coming from the fucking demon that takes over the guy, the the, the husband at the yeah. end of the movie. Yeah. And I was as soon as it all clicked, I just couldn't sleep. Because you never know. That's like paranormal activity. I loved paranormal activity. The
0: uh the person that uh, I love that movie. The demons and your wife.
1: Bum bum bum. Well, don't spoil it.
0: Well, everyone knows that fucking ending. How so? Because like everyone knows it <laughs> and um uh they also Oh, fuck, I forget what movie it was. But there's like a kid movie like like we'll just say Cars Two or Three. But uh the projector guy <laughs> fucked up and he played uh the beginning of like uh Paranormal Activity Two, which <laughs> is which is the ending of Paranormal Activity One. Uh-huh. And just like you just see a woman going like running towards the camera with her husband, just throwing it at the camera like, ah! or whatever and like all the kids were crying. <laughs> It was around the same time that um they're they uh their parents fucked up and were taking their kids to um Deadpool thinking uh, that that was a Marvel movie. Yeah. They're like
1: what's this R rating <laughs> for? Must yeah. be nothing.
0: Oh oh you know, it's one of those it's one of those Marvel movies. It'll be fine. It's, and like
1: it's just excessive cursing, right? And you're like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> yeah, sure. The guy who can regenerate and literally kills people by killing himself. Mhm. That's definitely gonna be just hard for <laughs>
0: cursing. And uh it really it's really funny for Deadpool because like the intro to it is uh him like shish kebobbing a guy and like saying, like, I know what you're thinking. That guy just totally fucking ripped that guy in
1: half. He totally shish kebobbed that guy.
0: Yeah, like like <laughs> this I just must not be a kid's movie. Yeah, exactly. I, I would just love to uh, have been in the audience with like a, a parent They're like, Oh my god, he's right <laughs> just like walking off.
1: Well, my favorite thing about Deadpool, the the first one, because I I I've I've loved Deadpool the comic ever since. Uh, God, what was it back in two thousand
0: six? Two thousand six, the Space Odyssey. Two
1: thousand six, I uh, I read the first compilation that they were put the out omnibus of uh, Deadpool and Cable team up, because mm-hmm. that's one of his longest team ups.
0: No, that's yeah, that's because like he has a whole one. series called. Deadpool team ups, but yeah, that was the first. That was initial. Yeah,
1: Deadpool and Cable was a long running series, and then that because they both kind of were like
0: D list comics at the time. They
1: really were. They were both like people that you always forgot about.
0: Same thing with like Iron Man and Captain America. Like no one wants. No, 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 no. The reason why Marvel was
1: always popular.
0: The reason why Marvel held onto those rights is because Sony and everybody didn't want to buy it.
1: Well, of course, because they were like, how can we ever make that into a movie without CGI that works?
0: Well, how could we ever make this into a movie that isn't stupid and shitty? Did you ever see the original Captain America movie? The one from 1947? Well, the, I mean the one from, like, the 70s or 80s. Oh, when they remade it, yeah. Yeah, like when he... Well, because they did, they did one like, in
1: 47 that was Marvel's Captain America, and they did one in 51. It was, like, 51. propaganda. Yeah, that was, like, super propaganda. And in, and in 1951, they did Captain America 2, the death, the death of Captain America.
0: Where he gets shot in the head by a sniper. Yeah, he literally I did. Know, I don't know if that's what actually that's happened. That's actually what happened. Because that happened in the after Civil War.
1: Yeah. Well, because it's, it's the same comics. Two thousand seven, two thousand ten. I forget when Civil War took place. But uh but yeah, they put that shit out a long time ago. They put out a Doctor Strange movie a long time ago. They put out Fantastic Four back in the eighties. They put out
0: I don't know about this Doctor Are you sure?
1: Doctor Strange from nineteen seventy two. I've
0: never heard of it before. Are you sure you're not thinking about The Punisher or Nick Fury?
1: No, I'm positive. Mainly because you know, do you know the website Sporkle? No? What the heck is this? It's a website that came out when I was in 8th grade. So 2008, Sporkle came to be. I started oh, playing it back in 2008. I still play it to this day. It's a quiz website that oh. users make the quizzes. So say it's like... So this is like the
0: beginning of Facebook shitty quizzes.
1: Yeah, more or less. It's like you know how like okay, so, there, so you like would like, have like you would have like nine minutes to name every Slayer song ever. You know, oh, like yeah, that's terrible. Or like, uh, here is a bunch of sh- here is a bunch of outlines and shadows of famous characters, and you have like six minutes to name all of them. Okay, it's it's a lot of fun, and it's it's you know they have music, they have geography, they have. You know, m- down to movies and television. They have Just for Fun. They have a bunch of shit. It's tons and tons of fun. Of It's a great website. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love playing it for the movie quizzes. Because I know it's like, here's one picture and basically list every movie that came out in 2017. Or like, every movie that came out in 1994. You know? That's terrible. Not really. 1994 is super easy. All the movies that came out? Yeah. It's super fucking easy. There's like a million movies that came out. Yeah, but the second half of the year is super fucking easy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The second half of every year is super fucking easy.
1: You know that at one point, literally in September of 1994. That one movie was released. The Titanic, Jurassic Park, Forrest Gump, and Shawshank were all in the movie theaters at the same time. It's
0: crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Even crazy because Pulp Fiction was pushed out.
1: It was well because it was pushed to be it. an October movie. Yeah, yeah. And then you gotta think that ba- that, that that not even the seven years later, seven years later, two thousand one. Yeah, Shrek was such a successful movie that it released in June of two thousand one. Rode all the way through August. And they took it out of the theaters and re released it as a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> Why? Because it was so fucking popular. But that's not a Thanksgiving movie, though. Who cares? They released it at Thanksgiving, <laughs> which makes it a Thanksgiving movie. Okay, fine. <laughs> it was the second release. They released it twice in one year because it was that fucking popular. Titanic
0: ran in the movie theaters for, what, like some crazy, like 14 like, months? Yeah, it was like 12 or 14 months. Like, I think that's like the longest
1: running movie of all time. Well, in in our modern era. At the same time, you got to remember that it was Spielberg in his prime. You're right. It wasn't. It wasn't even Spielberg. It was (laughs) James uh, Cameron. That's it. Cameron. He's the one obsessed with blue. (laughs) He
0: is obsessed with water. There's like a weird. He's just obsessed with the color blue. No, like he has this obsession with water.
1: I know. He actually is most the reason that we've explored the bottom of the ocean.
0: Which is weird. He's been been to the Mariana Trench, right?
1: Yeah, he has. He's been to the bottom of the Mariana Trench. There's only been like
0: three expeditions, manned expeditions, and he's one of them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, guy's fucking crazy.
1: Didn't he film Blue World? Or Blue Planet?
0: Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. But I
1: don't think so either.
0: Like I, I don't know if he's done any like nature documentaries.
1: No, I know that when he made Titanic, he actually had to build a special submarine that is now like the, the standard submarine that's used. Because they had to go down and take such like still shots of the wreckage that they had to be submerged for so long they couldn't do that in the modern-day submarines at that point. Mm-hmm. And he was the one who made that like yellow monstrosity with the bubble at the front. He didn't design it. No, no, no! No, he's not smart.
0: No, he's just wealthy because of the abyss money.
1: Yeah, <laughs> more or less. Yeah. There's and a conspiracy then he, about that. Oh, about abyss?
0: No, about like his his love of water stems from the abyss. It, which is his first movie where he deals with water. Well, what's
1: the conspiracy there? It's not a
0: conspiracy. It's more or less an observation or like a film theory or something.
1: That that he's been obsessed with water ever since abyss. Yeah.
0: Like something about that, like, because before that he did like, transform or Terminator, and um, I think he did his first Terminator. Yeah, it was his first uh, directoral de- debut.
1: Holy shit! He it's did a Terminator. great
0: debut. He did Terminator, uh, Aliens two, Terminator yeah, the be- two. The best Aliens. Well, t- uh, Aliens two is just a remake of the first one.
1: And it was much better. It
0: depends on how you like it. That's an action movie. I like I like Alien better. Well, because it's
1: more Alien actual. was a horror movie. Alien was not an action movie. Well, Alien was two. was a uh, a hidden rape movie. No, Alien was made as a sci fi horror.
0: It's a it's a rape parable, because everyone, like when people get killed, you can you can tell you can see the imagery. It's uh, like one woman gets killed, uh, like the alien just stands in front of her and then puts his tail between her legs and murders her. The cyborg tries to kill Ripley with a (laughs) a rolled up porno and shoving it in her mouth, Mm. which is a terrible way of trying to kill somebody.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it really doesn't work well. Yeah. (laughs) It's like choking yourself to death.
0: And not not even to mention when the cyborg gets killed, he's covered in white goo spewing from his mouth. Hmm. Like, everything in that movie is a parable for rape.
1: Wow. I remember watching the behind-the-scenes of the directors, and they're like, yeah, we just want to be a horror in space.
0: Well, that's because... Um,
1: and that's why it was so dark. and. So who directed dis- that? I want to say it was... Uh, it was uh, Scott Ridley, right? Yeah, yeah. He wrote, directed it, right? Yeah, I think so. That was back when he was still directing all of them. Yeah. Because they stopped letting him direct after Prometheus because he really fucked up his own timeline. No, he directed the last one. No, he didn't. Covenant. He was... He did. Executive producer. He didn't. Direct, he they you kicked sure him off this? directing. Yeah, I remember that. It was a big deal. Well,
0: whoever directed it still sucked. It's a shitty movie.
1: Okay, <laughs> to be fair, it's very shitty for specific reasons that don't matter to the movie.
0: But I I get it though. Like each Alien movie represents a different genre. Well, the first one represents horror. The second one a- represents action. The third one represents commercialization. Uh, I think like a prison sex porno.
1: <laughs> I don't know. They were they Weird. were they were sponsored by Adidas for that movie. That's why you keep seeing Ripley and her Adidas. Really? I didn't Yeah. I didn't catch I haven't that seen was, the third one it in, was in the, so long. It was the second movie that really used uh corporate sponsors. Jesus Christ. Because the first one was do you know this one? What was the first corporate sponsorship in a movie ever? It was Reese's and E. T. Yep. Completely correct. Completely correct, it was Reese's pieces in e t because Eminem m thought why the fuck we put our Eminems ms in a movie um you know the really fucked up thing is that e t came out a week
0: before the thing came out, and everyone and all the reviewers gave the thing like shitty reviews. they just shit on the movie they're like Robert and Ebert said uh it's a the beest of B movies uh, complete trash. One star. Ouch!
1: Like, all right. Out of uh, out of these three movies, uh, Bucky Larson, The Ridiculous Six, and Jack and Jill. Which of those two? Mo- which of those three movies does not have a zero star rating on am- on uh, Rotten Tomatoes? Oddly enough, it's probably Jack and Jill. You're completely correct, because Jack and Jill has a three percent rating.
0: <laughs> because uh, somebody really liked uh, Dunkin' Donuts or something.
1: More or less, yeah, like, they're like Pepto-Bismol. I love Connecticut.
0: Pepto Bismol really helped me out of a few situations. God, talk about sponsorship! Jesus Christ, I bet uh, I bet Adam Sandler's still like raking in cash. Like he is. He has four, no, three more Netflix movies to do. Like everyone shits on him all the time, but
1: He's God, a smart motherfucker. also yeah. his stand up was hilarious
0: when when what was the stand up he has a special,
1: yeah, man, back way
0: before he even did the hanukkah song, oh God, no, that was terrible, no, all of his stand up his oh stand up
1: was so funny, he was like one of his more we are looking one, for a new cohost host <laughs> of my one of my favorite jokes of his right is uh is he is like. My mother says whenever I'm sick that I need to drink my liquids. I'm always on the phone with her. I'm like, God damn it, Ma. What am I supposed to do, drink my solids too? Should I just blend up a steak? I
0: love it. Oh
1: God, drink this, your liquids. Like some Jewish humor drink your liquids. I love it. Uh, it is pretty damn Jewish, but it's, it's funny because it's, you know, it's, it's an hate. overprotective mother that's well. like, hey, don't forget to drink your liquids. And it's like, what else the fuck can I do with them? Unless I freeze them. I gotta drink them. Can't be eating my liquids. Fair enough. But he just
0: ruins it with...
1: oh, I, oh
0: Or something like his fucking
1: songs. I'm trying to think of the, 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 the verse of uh, the Hanukkah song that I can remember, but there's too many of them. There's like 12 Hanukkah songs. Yeah, you um, before uh, Adam, Sa- before Adam smoke Sandler. smoke your marijuana.
0: Is that really worth cutting me off? Yeah.
1: Smoke your marijuana.
0: It's funny because before Adam Sandler, there was zero Hanukkah songs. Now there's 50 Hanukkah songs.
1: If you're doing the math, to be fair. There was one? There were 38 Hanukkah songs, and he's made 12. We had, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made you out of clay. Now dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Oh, dreidel, I shall play. Oddly
0: enough, that was made by a
1: gentile. I'm sure that song. It was probably a guy who was like, I don't know what these things are, but this is a catchy tune. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Hey, 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 Jews. I
0: can just see. (laughs) I can just see this in like the 30s, the the 20s, or the 30s. Like, hey, sweetheart, play that uh, happening rhythm.
1: What are those little things spinning on the floor? Oh, dreidels. Hey, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel! I bet we can sell these to people. What are they made out of? Clay? Oh, I made you out of clay. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Now, uh, dreidel. I now, shall dreidel, you will pay. Play. I'll play it. It seems less hostile.
0: Now that, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta.
1: You ever seen the movie Hostile? Yeah, I, did too. I like the movie Hostel. Talk I, about a scary movie. Dude, I was watching those when I was abroad, and I was about to go to a hostel in uh, Liverpool. Now you're a dude? You're a dude. I've always told you you're a dude. Well, you, when I you get said that you have a abroad, massive vagina, but tell I right. tell you that you're a dude, because we accept transitions here. Uh, I was watching Hostel when I was out in England, and I was about to go out to Liverpool. My trip was to go from Liverpool to Dublin and back to London. And I was watching Hostel 3, which Hostel 3 is disturbing in the fact that the first scene is them uh, letting a guy go yeah. from the torture chair mm-hmm. because they cut his Achilles tendons while he Ooh. was unconscious. So as soon as he stands up, he just falls flat on his face. That made my asshole hurt so much right there. Right? Right? It's terrifying. And I'm like, okay, I'm about to go to these hostels in the rest of Europe. <laughs> I probably should stop watching Hostel. And uh, so I did. And I get to this hostel in Liverpool, right? Liverpool, England. The First off, the, 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 the elevator. Didn't could, work. No, it, it did. It was only able to take two people and their bags up at one time. It had a four-person capacity. Unless you cut someone's tendons. It had like a 500-pound limit. I can barely fit in. And so I, I went up to my floor. We put our stuff in our room. There were no sheets on the bed. There were no pillows on the bed. The guy said, hey, go to the room across the hall and steal their shit. <laughs> and so I was like, whatever. And our lights wouldn't turn on. Turns out that the light switch in the room across the hall from us turned on our lights
0: and oh wow! So we, so
1: we stole all their bedding. This seems like what the fuck is this?
0: Like, um, it's a hostel. No, in no, 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 Liverpool. No, no, no. Like, this is a like, real thing that happened to me. No, this seems like an experiment or something. It's really what happened. Like, like you're talking <laughs> about like the
1: Stanford experiment?
0: Yeah, this, this sounds like the Stanford experiment. It's
1: not. We're not prisoners. They're
0: no, like, oh hey yeah, uh, go steal their stuff. Oh yeah, and our light switch works for theirs, and their light switch works for us.
1: It really did. <laughs> it was uh terrifying, but no one else was in the other room. Well, and, not yet. Uh, you know the paint was still drying on our wall because there was blood there before you know it was it was, it was a great stay i really really enjoyed it for the two do you two remember days.
0: the uh do you remember the name of the hostel
1: i don't want to plug it here i yeah, really we'll, don't want to plug we'll, it we'll plug
0: it we'll get uh, we'll get average. well like we don't need to do an hour the first step. so so, so more michael
1: so michael johnson you are from chicago
0: yeah yeah born and raised in the city yep in the city the whole time
1: Wow, where where in the city were you
0: uh north side I was I. It was in Lakeview when I was born and raised, and uh, then I moved uh, a little bit further north. I forget the neighborhood.
1: Well, is it so? Is it true that uh, what I've heard about Chicago is that the Lakeview area in right. the 80s and 90s was what South Side is now?
0: Well, kind of. It was like a shittier, like a white trash kind of neighborhood.
1: That's what I've been hearing, and that like yeah. really it was.
0: It wasn't until the, the 2000s that it started getting gentrified.
1: Well, that's the thing is that I heard that it wasn't... When I was talking to someone about it, they said that the city planning really made it almost reverse gentrification, right? And reverse gentrification doesn't make much sense to people until I explain it.
0: Okay, yeah, it didn't make any sense to me right now.
1: Gentrification is when white people move in and make businesses, right? Yeah. Which, in turn flourishes the area, causing rent all around to move up. Mm -hmm. What I heard is that Lakeview was reverse of that. So basically, the city planners pushed up all the rent to force out all of the shops and the people to then replace them with people that could fill that rent, Yeah, which is reverse gentrification.
0: That's exactly what happened. Is Uh, it? Yeah, like, they just rose... I, I didn't know that that was reverse gentrification, but yeah, that makes sense. It's not, it's not like a, uh, cause gentrification I guess is.
1: It's systematic and it's, it takes time. This well, did no, not take it's time. It's not
0: systematic. It's oh, random. Right. It's not, it's actually not. Like it's you exactly move, not. like it, it's random, like a Whole Foods moves in a fucking, um, uh, the other one, Trader Joe's moving. Then next thing you know, it's, uh, the, the, the neighborhood's happening like Logan Square. Makes sense. Like, or like Wicker Park. Yeah. Yeah. But you're absolutely right, because the city came in and they just jacked up the property tax, which in turn jacked up the our property tax went from like probably like fifteen probably like fifteen fifteen hundred, two grand, like three grand a year mm-hmm. to ten grand.
1: Holy fuck.
0: In like the span of a year or two. In like yeah. the nineties, early two thousands.
1: That's what I heard because I heard that uh I was talking to a bunch of people at these uh these old restaurants, like Eat a Pita. Pita, pita, Yeah. they there's, pita, pita. Well, there's there's like a couple landmark restaurants that are in that area. They have been there for like 30 plus years, you know? And so I talked to the guys who own it, and I'm like, is that true? And they're like, yeah, totally. They're like, the only reason we were able to survive was simply because we had the customer flow. We were cheap enough that any monetary style person, mm-hmm. you know, blue collar, white collar middle class, lower working class, lower class, upper class, whatever. All of them could afford the food. Yeah. And they they work off one of those, like, picture menus. So you're just like, I want that one. They're like, okay, here's you. here you go. And they're like, yeah, we've been here for 30 years. They said that uh, Lakeview, like, Belmont area was effectively what, like, 65th was. Mm. Yeah, it was uh – it was mostly
0: white trash and Puerto Ricans. That's mm-hmm. why I grew up around. Which and is
1: effectively outside of Hyde Park.
0: That or the west side. And west side, yeah. Far yeah. the like west Cicero side. and- Yeah, by Cicero.
1: hmm Because Pilsen is very Hispanic slash well, specifically was, Mexican now.
0: But now it's getting gentrified. Is it? Yeah, like Pilsen's like
1: now the happening spot. I heard the Bucktown was the happening spot. I heard the Bucktown was the next one to get beefed up and not Pilsen. Bucktown has a Mariano's.
0: Like I don't know. I don't know like, like I don't know where Bucktown is. Cuz like, Buck,
1: Bucktown is like it's kind of, it's right now, it's right north of uh Wicker.
0: Yeah, but I don't like I'm thinking of like where I guess.
1: They I mean they just opened They just up,
0: opened up a bunch of like high high class places at like
1: Webster. Like what was that? Webster and uh and Cermak? Yeah. Yeah. And they also uh they just made a new museum down there. It's the uh, the Vienna Beef Museum, because <laughs> it's the original Vienna Beef plant is down in uh in Bucktown. Yeah, well, it.
0: I thought the city was trying to get rid of it, like when they when they changed the six corners there, because that's six corners at uh mm-hmm. at Fullerton, and uh, what was that, uh, Milwaukee, no Fullerton and Elston. Um, that was. Like, known world ri- worldwide as the
1: worst intersection in the world. What's funny is that there's a place outside of DC <laughs> that has been the number one accident spot in the nation for the last 15 what, years. That, that circle or whatever? No. Nope. Oh. It's called Seven Corners. Oh my God.
0: <laughs>
1: it's quite literally seven roads that converge. Oh my and God. Two of them are interstates, two of them are state roads. One of them is a federal highway, and the other two are co- are county roads. Like, what asshole designed that?
0: I That's don't like know. That's like the stupidest fucking thing like anyone. Could well, there's ever so do.
1: many accidents because there's so many goddamn streetlights for different angles that you don't know if it's your angle or the next person's angle next to you. And you're oh, like, I hate that. You're like, that you looks ever, like it's pointing at me.
0: Yeah, you ever ran into that? Like, I accidentally ran a few red lights. i oh, doing that.
1: Never in seven corners when I lived no, out there No, I, ne- not, I never not. I never ran a red light out there. I always waited till the people behind me started honking just so I knew I was supposed to be going. <laughs> uh but past that, yeah, no. I've, I I mean, I've gotten to The only accidents I've really gotten into, I was uh I was an idiot and I drove uh 45 miles an hour on a left-hand turn. Mm-hmm. And uh hit some gravel. Oh. And I slid straight into the uh into the Curb, mm-hmm. completely busted the rim of my tire. And I don't mean like the the the, the faulty little plastic bullshit rim. No, I mean the, the actual heck, yeah. metal rim yeah. of my tire was split off and jutting out of my car. And this guy had the audacity to pull up next to me. He goes, "Your tires popped." <laughs> and I go, "Fuck you, man! I know what's <laughs> happening here." I drove all the way back to my neighborhood on a flat with a busted rim, killing my suspension, yeah, uh, but that way, I could blame it on this aggressively large pothole,
0: yeah, well, it was it was the pothole's fault
1: well, to be fair that that pothole was so large that when your car hit it, the bottom of your car would scrape does your Does your mom know about this? no, if she's listening to this, she knows for the first time. Oh, this is your first. (laughs) (laughs) This is my first time telling what actually happened in that accident uh, on public air. So, uh, Uh Jimmy Kimmel, give me a call. Uh, Lance Bass, if you're out there, I just want some of your money.
0: And the other idea was uh, a drone with a knife and a a bag. (laughs) (laughs) The (laughs) Kickstarter is going to be called Help Me Rob People.
1: Oh, my God. You fly up to him with a drone and a knife, and the, the little speaker. Isn't that terrifying? Give me your money. Isn't or that, that I'll like a kill terrifying kill idea? That'd be a great Black Mirror episode. Like that wouldn't that, be a great Kickstarter. No, It'd be like, a great GoFundMe. No, this is this is an actual. GoFundMe or I'll
0: find you. This is an actual idea. <laughs> Buying a drone, putting a knife on it, and putting a bag in front of it, and with a speaker, and just saying like, uh, "Put your money in the bag." It's a or little else I'll personal. Stab you.
1: It's a little personal for me, my friend. Why? Because you got robbed from a, with a drone? No, I used to live in uh, one of the three counties of the United States that allows armed drones. What the fuck? Yeah, there's three. This is a conspiracy. One of them was uh, the place I lived, Harrisonburg County in uh, the middle of Virginia. It's the meth trafficking capital of the East Coast, mm-hmm. which makes them want to have armed drones. And they're technically non-lethal weapons that can be attached to drones. Yeah, like knives. No, 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 no. (laughs) such as flamethrowers, tasers.
0: Those aren't called non-lethal anymore. You're right. Flamethrowers aren't. No, they're they're called. um, God, what's it called? Less, less lethal or something?
1: They're not. They're not called non-lethal anymore, though. Well, yeah, because they kill like 600 people with tasers every year. Yeah. Um, so they have like they can put tasers on them. They can put beanbag guns on them. They can put guns with rubber bullets in them.
0: Put machine guns in it.
1: My town also they had shoot machines. We also had a uh, a riot tank. Wow, Jesus Christ! Where the fuck is the third middle, world country? It's the middle of Virginia. It's literally, it's two hours south of D.C. on I-81. You drive straight through it. It's called Harrisonburg, Virginia. Why the hell do they need all this fucking military Because there's nine gangs in a town of 35,000. That pretty much means that everyone's in the gang. Well, yeah, because 27,000 of those people are fucking college students that come and go. Oh, so they're just robbing them. No, no, no. They They just make the meth, and they traffic it, and they fight each other. That's what they do. That's why when I saw the Charlottesville shit, which Charlottesville happened a year and two days ago. Oh. uh, That Charlottesville Never forget. uh, It happened a year and two days ago. But when I watched it, I was like, yeah. I don't know why you all are so surprised that Charlottesville didn't have the fucking police force to handle this. It's because, oh wait, I forgot. None of you have ever been to Charlottesville. Charlottesville is a gorgeous, small city. In the middle of Virginia, it is very, very liberal, Mm -hmm. and it has a lot of different people. It's not very white. It's not very black. It's not very Asian. It's not very Hispanic. It's very everything. And the thing is that the fact that there was a march there that killed someone, everyone's like, that's a Nazi town. And it's like, it's not. It's a sleepy little Virginia town that's mainly for artists, and the uh, the entire police brigade is in Harrisonburg, which is 45 minutes over the mountain from them. Mm-hmm. We were the ones who had the riot tanks to stop that shit. We're the ones who have the goddamn armed drones. We have all of the gangs. And so if Harrisonburg police responded to the Charlottesville uh, to the Charlottesville debauchery, no that, one would have died. No. Well. Truly, by car, they have a goddamn riot tank that
0: you would run people over with.
1: That they would park in the middle of that goddamn street that the guy drove down. Fair enough. You know, it's a mobile roadblock. It's just, it's just people are crazy. But so that's the thing is, so I was like, I was like, I get it. I mean, I get why this whole thing happened. Why the police weren't able to stop people It's because they don't have the police for that. They're a sleepy little town. Yeah. When I was sixteen. I got blackout drunk in Charlottesville. My brother went to UVA. And you were seeing Team America walking on the street. Nah. But I was lost for three hours. Only three hours. And the entire entire University of Virginia and Charlottesville police was looking for me. (laughs) That's like 17 people. (laughs) That's not enough to quell a neo-Nazi rally with an anti-rally from Antifa. Mm -hmm. That's not enough. You need the goddamn riot tanks from Harrisonburg to come over, and they're specially trained anti-gang warfare police to come over and be like, hey, oh, you guys have shields, you guys have mace. We're going to separate the two of you. (laughs) No shit, Sherlock. You know, it's, it's it's not terribly complicated. Yeah, it was a lovely place to go. To school. <laughs> it really was. It was. It was. A, it was a lovely place. It looked lovely from it's all the actually, videos that I watched. Uh, Harrisonburg is the uh, the number one most diverse place in America. That doesn't make sense. The uh, the number uh, so so of their elementary school.
0: Oh, elementary
1: schools. Yeah, you know, of their elementary schools, the uh, there are f- there are fifty six primary languages that are spoken in their elementary schools. The fuck. Yeah, there's not that many languages on the earth. There are. There are like 92. 92 languages. Something like that. They're still going. We used to have over a thousand. Yeah, right after God destroyed that fucking tower. Tower, Yeah. yeah. We, we
0: just had the one back then.
1: Yeah, it was great. We could all talk to each other. And he was like, no! No! You monkeys can't talk!
0: Go speak Japanese.
1: Go speak whatever ease in Hondurian you want was like, I'm going to speak Angrich. Oh, damn. You got wrecked. I want to talk about your favorite conspiracy. Mm. And I don't mean, like, of all time. I mean the one that's really tickling your brain right now. I want to know, Michael Johnson, I want to know, Michael Johnson, what your most... Favorite conspiracy of the moment is because everyone has their favorite conspiracy of their life. You know, everyone has their 9-11. Everyone has their Stonehenge, you know, or their their Roswell, New Mexico. Everyone has that one that sticks with them for their lifetime. But I want to know personally, Michael Johnson, as of this date in 2018, 2018 years after we crucified Jesus. Well, you didn't. Well, that's why I said we. I didn't. Well, hence again, we. No. I'm Jewish. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the Jews.
0: Oh, we 2018 as
1: a royal, we. years after we crucified Jesus. What is your favorite conspiracy right now? I don't really have one. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Um, I had a 5 minute build up to this. Do you know uh do you, do you know what the money pit is? Like the Tom Hanks movie from the 90s called The Money Pit where he so, bought a mansion and, and then threw all his money into it to try and build it better? No, that was big.
0: Um no, there's this uh pit in Vancouver, uh Canada, and it's a uh, it's on an island. And it's really hard to get to. And on this island, they found like a a pit and they like, dug it up. And a- after like 10 feet in this pit, there's like a wooden, there's like a wooden floor, right? So you break open the wooden floor and then you dig 10 more feet and then there's another wooden floor. You dig 10 feet more, there's another wooden floor. You dig 10 feet more, there's another wooden floor. And it just kept going. And I think they're down like 110 feet. And they, s- and not, not to mention just in these, uh, in this, um, in this, in the floors, but there's also like booby traps. Oh, where like it like start flooding with water <laughs> wow. through these uh through these vents. And nobody knows who constructed it, and they think that that's where the the uh the holy grail is. That's one of the mysteries. That's one of the uh the theories.
1: But what would what would make the holy grail show up in the middle of Canada?
0: So the theory behind that is that um in the six 18th century, 16th century, somewhere within there, mm-hmm. um, the Templars from London. Yeah, the Knights Templar. Yeah, from there's like a uh, there's a started church started in 1722. Well, there's a church in um, somewhere in England that has the Holy Grail. It's like the small little church that the uh, Knights Templar uh, called home base one, at one point. Of course, and um, they have depicted on one of the uh, one of the uh, one of the stained glass uh, things canada and the holy grail hmm. and they believe and they also have some evidence that they sailed to this uh remote part of canada
1: at some point so so what you're saying is that hold on let me get this straight harrison ford <laughs> did not find the actual holy grail well the city of um what's the city that they used
0: in the in the third indiana jones it's, it's like the city of gold. No, <laughs> El Dorado. No, you idiot. That was the fourth one. The third one with uh, Sean. Oh, I'm sorry, Connery. you're right. You're right. right. I'm I'm, think- it's I'm thinking. Of it. yeah, it's yeah, a desert. It's a desert city that, and and I forget what country it is, but it was thought to be uh, gone from the uh, the pages of history. But I forget. Like it was like the 80s or something, or like the 70s, the 80s, when they discovered that that bi- that, uh, that that pit? building again. No, no, we're you're, you're talking about the fucking Templar, the, the Knights Templar, the uh, the Holy Grail from the Indiana Jones movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so they found. I'm just confused on where this pit comes into all of it. How did they get the Holy Grail from Europe to Can? I guess, I guess they have
0: boats, idiot. Like, what well, do you I mean? mean?
1: I, yeah, but like, <laughs> you can't you can't tell me that everyone on that boat was like, oh, the Holy Grail, the per the thing that gives you endless salvation is on here. Let me mindlessly sail you across the world, which would inevitably mean you, my death.
0: Do you understand who the Knights Templars were? Yeah. They were willing to hide the grail and die for the grail because they believed in religion that much. Well, do you not? I don't. Then why do you care about the Holy Grail? I, I don't. Again, it's a theory that what's in there. I like the money pit because it's just this crazy thing. So,
1: so... Here's a question for you. Would you, as a non non uh, religious believer,
0: right? We're doing the money pit at some point, though.
1: We will. We'll do a full episode
0: because I'm gonna actually going to research this. And yeah, it'd actually be cool. get my shit together. It'd actually be really cool. This uh, is actually uh, uh, really really interesting.
1: Um, do you believe more in the Spear of destiny? Or the Holy Grail.
0: Both, if if one exists, both exist. Why? Because the Holy Grail was used to to uh, to get Jesus's blood, and the reason why it was bleeding is because he was stabbed by the spear of destiny.
1: I mean, that's fair, but I don't remember anything where they were collecting his blood off his body during the crucifixion.
0: Well, I, I don't know if you've ever been to um, the church, but like the the wine Never. represents his blood.
1: And yeah, and bread represents his body. The guy just liked carbs. Like, what am I supposed to tell you? I don't I don't know why you think that white bread resembles the body of what you consider a god. Listen. But but to me,
0: the ritual I would truly for
1: prefer if a goddamn soylent drink resembled my god, because way cheaper than bread.
0: No one cares about your fucking flatbread.
1: No one likes Soylent here? Soylent?
0: <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that is.
1: Soylent is a powder that was made by a dickweed in uh, San Francisco. I'm talking about dickweeds. He literally is a dickweed. He's like yeah. a, he's a human dickweed. Uh, and he uh, it's, it's it's a powder that gives you all your nutrients. And he's been so enamored by it as the creator of the whole thing that he doesn't even use it.
0: So I just like the idea of the pit. (laughs) All right. I also like the crystal skulls.
1: I do love the crystal skulls.
0: I don't know if they're real or not.
1: They definitely are. Well. There's literally no technology on our earth that could have carved them the way they are.
0: We don't know if they're actually made of crystal, and a lot of them are held in private. Like, no one's examined these fucking things. It's always hearsay. It's always hearsay, and that's. When you hear hearsay, that means that it's bullshit. All right, I'm gonna get an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well uh, that's bucks. been the uh that's been Wild Wasteland. You can tune in every week to hear us.
1: Hey, we we really enjoy we really enjoy that you all came out. Honestly, thank you for listening. Uh I, as Dean Maldonado, hope that you're all my friends and that you understand that I talk too much anyway. So I need an outlet. Well, that's fair. That's, this is what this is for. Precisely. Otherwise, I'd be killing puppies and blinding babies with bottles of acid. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm a very civil human. And okay? I'm
0: Michael Johnson, if Dean would ever let me talk.
1: Never! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't let me talk. And, uh, and, 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 uh, I'm going to put down. I'm, put uh, I'm
0: Michael Johnson, and thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, we're going to be doing this every week uh starting this week. This is our first episode. Please tune in. Uh next week uh we'll be talking about um my one of my favorite subjects. Skunk Ape. Skunk. So, hope to hear from you next week.
1: Skunk Ape. Oh, I'm so excited. Honestly, I can't wait for Skunk Ape. I love fucking cryptozoology and these goddamn These the thing is that like these fucking